Evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dungeons and Distractions. I'm your DM, Webby, and joining me tonight, we got Anthony. Hello, I'm Anthony. I play Astonis. And we got Austin. So, guys, I'm Austin. I play Talon. Better kid cat named Zidane in the Fae Wild right now. Or in my necklace somewhere. He's in your necklace. Until, yeah. until you heal him. He's not dead, but he's unconscious. No, uh, and we got Devin. Hey, everybody. And we got John. Hello, everyone. And we got Mr. Edquist. Hey, guys, I play Trip, and I just want to say GLHF. God damn it, no. No. Just no. <laughs> That's for Cat, but she'll never listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Fire. Is that good luck? Have fun? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And no. No. Uh, yes. What? So, Edquist, since you did that, why don't you tell us what happened last week? Stuff. Ooh. Okie dokie. Well, last week we finally left the tower. Uh, we barreled directly into a bunch of traps because no one bothered to check for them. Um, then we found a bunch of gold that Brenna and Astanas both just started taking and I a ton of mummies. I, I barreled through those traps with finesse. <laughs> Thank you. Pure intention. <laughs> and we, and as a group collectively, we were fine. Until Talon took over. Ironically, that is true. No. Atticus got the group all damaged. I only hurt myself. And then all of you all. You mean reverse that. I got damaged. I was the only one damaged by me walking down the hallway. Then you stepped up. Not that lightning bolt. That was, yeah, the lightning bolt was you. The lightning bolt was you. Oh. (laughs) 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 All right, never mind. Go ahead. I was protecting Brenna. <laughs> By hurting her. You did a bad job of it, you know, lad. <laughs> I didn't say I was good. You didn't even say I was good. You said I was bad. Should have expected it. All I know is I took out the last trap without taking any damage. Nice. But whatever. <laughs> I took so, out the last when y'all weren't looking. Yep. Sure you did. <laughs> um. So yeah, so they took gold, awakened a bunch of mummies that were then kind of circling around chasing us, because Atticus... Drove them away, but the room was circular, so they were just coming around the other end. Um, and then we skedaddled out into the forest. We closed them in. I left a message about Abby's, Abby's armaments on the tower door. And then we had a conversation about what we were going to do when we reached the Elvis City as we walked to the airship. And now we are aboard. Yep. Apparently at the Elvis City. <clears throat> Shitty. Elvis City. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I... <sighs> So let's, well, yeah, we'll just take off as soon as, uh, uh, I believe it was Brenna who threatened Fritzel, and Fritzel just kind of chuckled and walked off drinking, and everybody else is getting on the airship, so that's where we'll leave off. Um, so we're heading to the Elven City, that, that a destination? Hmm. Fritzel audibly nice. grunts. Well, where do you want to go, Fritzel? See, Fritzel, he's got points too, you know. Hmm. Uh, I can drop you off on the coast. I'm not really allowed on Elvish land anymore. Well, you got a flying ship. Yeah, and uh, they have means of bringing me down. Oh. But if you're in the air, you're not technically on Elvish land. I don't think they'll see it that way. <laughs> Maybe we could do the parachute thing. It's Elvish airspace. 
He does finger pistols at Atticus. <laughs> it's elvish airspace. It's elvish air. It's elvish. It's all elvish. I can bring you to the coast. That's not a problem. All right. How long will it take? He pulls out a map to look at the map. Uh, Remind me to buy a case of Elvish Spring. It's the best water in the land. I've heard that. You guys are there. Eh, about a day. Maybe a day and a half. All right. Let's get some rest. All right. You look over, Brenna's already asleep with a wine glass in her hand. <laughs> She's got the right idea. I'm surprised she used the glass. Wow. Glass-like. Yeah, by the end of the last episode, I, thought, I I was picturing you just scooped it out with your hand and drank well, it out of your hand. Well, that was the start of the drinking <laughs> process, to be fair. And I was like, I need something that can hold more than what's dribbling through my fingers. Uh, so Fritzel's going to get you guys on course, and then all of you who are on deck still, he's going to wander over towards Brenna since now that she's passed out laying down and her gold's just kind of coming out of her. He he looks very curious and he's going to go, oh, what's this? And he's walking uh, towards her. Okay. As long as he's just walking towards her, no problem. Uh, Talon will fill up like a little mug, I guess, of ale in his water skin and... and Go downstairs or go to blow dead. I'm gonna watch. I feel like this is gonna be entertaining. I sit down. Do you answer him at all? Nope. Just gonna watch. Okay, Atticus, Trip, what are you guys doing? I'm drinking. Trip. Uh, Trip is writing in his journal. Okay. <laughs> Atticus is gonna have like a de-stressing, like he's gonna start drinking and he's gonna like loosen his collar. He's just gonna start real talking, um, like the very, very depressing side of religion. I'm too and, old for this shit. Yeah, pretty much. He's gonna just sit there and just real talk, and it's just gonna be like, all right, well, we're not talking to him anymore. That's what. That's exactly what he's doing. He's just gonna sit there and just real talk and just ramble off. Really, the really depressing side of religion. Okay. Uh, Fritzel makes it over to a couple of the gold coins that are just kind of on the deck now, and it looks really strange. But he bends over, he puts his hands on his knees, and he gets his face really close. And then he just kind of turns his head and looks at all three of you just in a group. He says, "Huh, where'd you get this?" Uh, tower thing? Place? Mummies? He throws his hands up in the air and walks right back to the steering wheel of the ship. Did he actually touch the gold? Nope. I'm gonna walk towards Fritzel. What do you know about this? Nothing. Or that? Nothing. Not my business. He just kind of spins the wheel one way and then spins it equally back to the other way, making it look like he knows what he's doing. He does know what he's doing, though. Hmm. Says you. Hmm. 
Uh, Kyra per persuasion on him. You can attempt to, sure. Hold up, one second. I don't know if I, I want to read the effects of this the actual spell. I think it'll make him mad if he finds out. Yeah, he'll be mad if he finds out. Okay, then I'll just use normal, just the skill. Ah, never mind. He looks at you, he says, nope, I, I'm not my business. I'm just going to get you guys to Elf Town. And he walks over to his barrel, climbs up on top of it, and starts scooping ale or wine out of it. Okay, I'm going to go sit down, I guess, and I'm going to... Actually, no, I'm going to go to my room, and can I study that orb? The orb. Which orb? Oh, the, sorry, the stone. The stone, yep. Make an arcana check. 27. Okay. If you want to skip and do it, tell me later and move on with the story, that's fine. Oh, you should have a handout now. Okay. Well. And other than that, the rest of you guys just kind of sit and do your thing and get some rest? Um, I'm actually, I'm going to look around for Talon. Uh, Talon walked downstairs and with when he got his ale and stuff, stood outside of Iroh's room. Took a deep breath, went in, and uh, started drinking and trying to get Zadane back. Okay. Well, he wasn't on. He, he, I don't see him on deck. I'll look for Brenna instead because I stayed up on deck. Okay. As you come over or you see her, she's kind of laying flat on the ground, cup sort of positioned in one hand, uh, little dribbles of wine coming out of it because of sideways. She's got a couple of coins spilling out here and there. And uh, occasionally you hear her going, Father, Father, turn it down. Turn it down, the blankets hold, Father. Brenna? What? What do you want? Uh, he's going to kind of sit down next to you. He still has his book open because he's still kind of like writing in it after he sits. Um, but he's going to look at you and say, Do you... Do you speak any other languages besides common? Yeah. Uh, what are they? Oh, I got told giant. Interesting. Uh, you can't have this without learning that. You wouldn't know how to use the dumb thing. She axe, lifts the axe. Yeah. It's a very impressive weapon. You'll have to tell me how you came by it someday. I can tell you right now, my father gave it to me. It's an inherited heirloom? Indeed, indeed. It's something that's been handed down through my family for generations. Every, every daughter receives this axe. Every eldest daughter, in a way. Um, so Trip's going to draw his rune blade and look at it. This was a gift from my brother when I left home. 
Very nice. <laughs> it's odd that the two of us, I think Talon too, all have weapons that have sentimental value as well as combat value. Well, to be fair, it took me a while to learn how to use the thing. I was 13 when he gave it to me. But, must have been almost larger than you are. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was just a little wee gaffer when I was little. That's how I got the name Kara. Of course, you don't know about that. He's going to just shake his head. He looks up and she says, It means wild and stormy one in my language. <laughs> He's going to smile. That definitely describes you. Hi, indeed. I've been swinging this thing for cool, a better part of seven years now, I think. But, uh, yeah, I grew into it. I don't know, my ancestor used it. She took it from a frost giant. Well, At least that's what my father tells me. Frost giants are nasty business. Indeed, it was quite the struggle from what the family stories tell us. Who knows? She might have walked up and whacked him on the back of the head while he was asleep. You know how those go. It all sounds better when you get in the pub. I'm sure there's always some embellishment. No, possibly. I don't know. But for me, it's more about the fact that my mother wielded it. And it has her spirit in it than it is about how we got it. Because my mother is the one person I idolized as a child. Taught me most of what I know. Her and my pop. I never really knew my mother. I only saw her the once when my brother was born. Other than that, I had never even met her. Why is that, lad? It's just the way of my people. Now what people is that anyway? He's going to smile at you and say, Vampires, of course, clearly. Clearly. Look, I might not know an elf from a shoebox, but I know you ain't no vampire. Well, at least there's one. Oh, the reason, uh, the reason I came over here was... I was wondering if you would like to make a deal. I know you want to be able to speak to your dryad lady friend and i don't know how to speak giant so i was thinking perhaps we could exchange you can i can teach you to speak elven you could speak me uh, teach me how to speak giant <laughs> i i'm i'm not one that's been well known with the words but with writing but sure if you want to help me be able to talk to her i'd much appreciated. I mean, it's bloody awkward to have to go through others, especially, well, you know, in those intimate moments. <laughs> it would be very difficult. I can imagine. But I'm a very patient person, so if you're willing to learn and to help teach me, I'll teach you. Yeah, giants is just basically knowing how to shout properly. Mostly. But I can teach you. So he holds out his hand. 
she takes it. Yep. And he'll like shake it once and say, a deal then. Do you want to get started today or shall we get some rest? Whatever you want. I mean, I need, well, she touches a couple of bruises on her face and says, I probably should wear this off a bit, you know. But uh, whenever you're ready, just come find me. I'll I'll help you. Oh, no. You've been you've always been my friend, so I have no reason not to trust you. And you have been my friend, which I find odd. Do you? But it's comforting, and I like it. I'm not used to having friends. How much do you know about my people? Mm, I don't know. Should I roll history? <laughs> Ask Webby. Uh, you can attempt to roll history, sure. Okay. <laughs> 14. You don't know anything about her people. Okay. Uh, I've never met anyone like you before. I think I've well, never met any of your people. Uh, well, see, we started out as a people from one area where I come from. We kind of spread out. After a while, we kind of gathered other people. And now it's hard to say, you know, nobody's particularly one thing or another. We're all just believers in the same ideal, which is take what you can and give nothing back. <laughs> but That's certainly an ideal I can get behind. Indeed. And family is important. Whatever that family is, be it your shipmates, your crew, your actual bloody family. That's what counts, you know. At the end of the day, that's the only thing you can really put your faith in. Everybody else is just out for their own bit. So, I mean, that's why I say I trust you. It means your family to me. It means I will go to war for you. I'll kill for you. And I will save you if I can. So trust me to know a little bit. And be able to keep my confidence. If there's something you need telling, just tell it. <clears throat> um, so he's going he's gonna to pause for a moment. And then he's gonna he's gonna pull out the quill that he's been writing with, and you're gonna see that it's it's actually sharp. Like it doesn't have ink, and it's incredibly sharp. And you'll notice that he's been writing in his own blood in the book. And he's gonna nod at it and say, "My journal is much more than it seems. It cannot fall into enemy hands." No matter what happens to me. So you want me to burn it? If you die? No. I don't what know do if it's possible to burn it. Just make sure you keep it safe. And keep it away from the wiggly fingers. Mm, definitely. You got it. So... Where do you come from? Can you tell me that? You haven't mentioned it, and you were very coy about saying anything. <laughs> he just, he gives you another sly smile and says, It's late, Brenna. I should probably 
and get to bed. I see, that's how it is. All right, well, that's fine, whatever. <clears throat> you keep your secrets, I'm sure it helps make you feel better at night. Or haunt your bloody nightmares, I don't know. But keep this in mind, man. I'll be with you. You and the cleric have always been good to me, so I ain't gonna let you down. Well, I do appreciate it, Brenna. And other than the people on the ship, there's only three people that I really have any feelings about. I would consider you family too, I suppose. She smiles at that, kind of a woozy smile, and she says, That's good, lad. That's a start, anyway. We'll make a bloody Viking out of you yet. <laughs> I bet you will. And then she falls on the floor, basically passed out again. And you can hear her humming. <clears throat> Uh, Atticus, you've been just kind of ranting to yourself, drinking? Myself, the, <clears throat> the other crew members. Okay. Yep. Uh, roll a perception check before you crash for the evening. Right, sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> 19. You guys are heading west currently, uh, mm -hmm. and to your east behind you, uh, since it is nighttime, you do see several, several, several dozens of campfires. Like, from this distance, they'd probably be bonfires. Uh, off to the coast, near Enon. Like, not actually in that town, but outside of it. Okay. Um, especially with your memories back, <clears throat> you can piece two and two together. This is most likely a an orc raiding party. Okay. So, just something of note. <clears throat> I just kind of look over the edge of the ship, drinking, staring at the campfire as it powers up in the distance. For hey, a while, and then I'll head off to bed at some point. Is there anything anyone else would like to do before you get a full night's rest? Going once. Going twice. Sold. Full night's rest for the party. <clears throat> <laughs> You guys all wake up the next day refreshed. Uh, fill up your hit points. You get all your spells back. You get half your spent hit dice if you had any. And you are visibly within the distance of at least the island that Renesta lies on. Um, it's going to take another couple hours or so. But you're making good time. So, like, when the morning comes, Talon's out of it and will come up and just stand on, like, the... What's the front part of the ship called? 
The bow? The bow. Yeah. They'll stand up there and just kind of watch, see if they can spot any big groups. Did you say the campfires were by Enon? Yeah. Oh. That's the <clears throat> that part of the land is relatively flat, and you guys were flying over the section. You would be heading over parts of the water just over Sailor's Rest. Mm-hmm. Heading more towards Renesta. So, away from um, Atticus, did you tell us about, about that or no? Um, <coughs> I didn't say it out loud. I was just kind of staring at it on the boat. So if somebody came up to me, I'd point it out. But that's about it. No, I mean, I don't think any of us saw it because we went to bed. Did you tell us about seeing it in the morning or no? Oh, in the morning. I mean, yeah. If it's... Oh, here, I'll tell you what. I don't want to metagame this. Let's do this. Evens odds. Evens, I'll tell you odds I don't. I tell you. All right. There we go. Okay. Uh, So I'll actually look at Talon and say, "Mm, that sounds like an army. Enon's awfully close to Cairn. Talon is... Damn it. Well, we can't turn back now, right? Like, we're already right here. He'll kind of shrug. I mean, it's just something to keep in mind, I suppose. Talon, I, I know that he's your brother, but we need to make this quick, okay? Uh, he nods. Yes, yes. Make everything in the Elvish place fast and let's be leaving. <laughs> Don't tell them you know me. No. Don't tell them I know me. Trip's going to look at you and say, who are you? I'm, what? I, I'm Fritzl. I'm, I've flown you all over this place. <sighs> He's going to say, Fritzl, I was doing what you <laughs> Yes. Okay, yeah, do more of that. <laughs> He looks over at Astonis. He says, you, don't, don't, don't let her spend any of that gold. What will happen if she spends that gold? He, he, his eye just twitches at you. And then he just stares back off into the distance. I mean, elves might question us about who actually drove us here in this airship. He pull without even looking at you. He pulls out one of his pistols and aims it at you. Okay, but step to the side. Okay. He puts it away. <laughs> Is it, what, if, what if she gives it away? He shakes his head. No. Don't. In fact, whoever, uh, who has that? Who has more gold from that? He eyeballs his daughters. Who do you think? I, I look at him and say, gee, who do you think? You should probably just leave it on the boat. Just leave it on the boat for right now. On your boat? Yes. 
Uh, is there a reason why you don't want to tell us why? Mummies are bad news. Uh, how familiar are you with curses? Uh, can I roll Arcana? I'm assuming I'm pretty familiar with curses. You've had a cursed item before. You know what curses are. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Well, <clears throat> anybody who's educated, and he kind of, like, blows on his fingernails and rubs them on his little jacket, knows that if you take gold out of a mummy's lair, you're cursed until you put it back. Or until you how remove the curse from the gold, I suppose, but... Well, how will putting the gold on the boat remove help, then? Because then you won't spend it and spread that gold. Because if you spend one of that gold, and then that ends up somewhere in elf country, then you're still going to remain cursed until that becomes uncursed. I'm doing this for you. Don't argue with me. Just leave it on the damn boat. Okay... Or I'll keep it on you. Brenna. Spend all of it. See what I care. Did Brenna hear all that? John, John's not here, so I guess I'll tell him. No, I'm back. Um, are we awake? Is it a new day? I don't... Yes. Yeah. Full HP, okay. all that stuff. Okay. They've been talking while you were passed out, so there's some news yeah. that we need to hear. She... Um... Now, I did hear the story. I just right. had, had to find my unmute. Um, so, I guess the question is, did Brenna hear that story? Yeah, um, you can say yes. Okay, she stands up. She looks at this gold. She's like, looks down at uh, Fritzl and says, you got a chest there, boy. He looks down at his chest. Not that, you stupid little gangly leg piece of garbage. I mean, something I can put the money in, you fool. Uh, he grabs Tripp's hand and, like, puts it on the wheel of the ship and then marches off downstairs. Dude, you've been teaching me to find this damn thing. That's, a, that's, a, that's hurtful, Fritzl. You're that's cursed! Hurtful. You're cursed. I don't trust you. Not until we fix this. And then you see him, he struggles, but he's lugging an empty wooden chest up the stairs. Uh, he's Brenna going one step at a time with it. <laughs> squints at you, walks over to Fritz. Back there. off! If it's empty, why do you care? He continues lugging it up the stairs one step at a time. <laughs> Me meanwhile, Trip is grinning like a little kid getting to fly the ship. And then once he finally brings it up, he lifts it up and he drops it on Brenna's foot, which does absolutely nothing. It's an empty chest. <laughs> she looks down at him and looks at the chest, looks down at him again and says, you know, you're, you never make things easy. Why didn't you just say this last night, you fool? Because I thought for just a small second what it would be like, as a practical joke, to let you spend it, and then be cursed. And then I had all night to think about it, and sober up. And...
and I thought bitter of the idea. Didn't you remember that we'll be traveling with you the entire time and you might be affected by the curse? There's that. Then he walks away. And then uh, he, before he, he literally away, smacks Trip's hand away. Before he walks away, um, Brenna kneels down, looks him in the face, and says, You know, if I wasn't already attached, I'd almost think you're a cute little bugger. And she gives him a kiss on the cheek. He curls up his sleeve and tries to wipe it off as he walks away. Now you're cursed, you little weasel. I thought you were about to say he rolls up his sleeve and swings at her. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> little gnome just popped her. And then he walks back over to Trip and he smacks his hand away from the wheel and takes the wheel back. She Bobby, opens up roll, the chest uh, and dumps all the coins in. Trip just gives can him like a deep frown and walks away. <laughs> can you roll a what? A history, ar- history arcana check on the uh, Curse of Mummy Gold. Sure. Would that be history or arcana? Actually, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can do history. 22? Um, there are lots of legends about cursed treasure from mummy hordes. Um, uh, mechanically speaking, this curse would give you disadvantage on all saving throws. Forever. If I spend it, or just from now on? Until either the gold is returned to where it was, or if you manage to get a remove curse put on the gold. But any remove curse spell should do the trick? Well, yes. Technically. Okay. We remember where that. Half was only a day away, Prince. So we might have to make a U-turn later. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? No. Don't you want the curse removed also? So that way, it doesn't accidentally hurt you. <laughs> it ain't my gold. <laughs> Well, we have to go back that way anyways when we go back to Karen, right? Listen, let's just get this elf thing done. Yo. Fine, fine. Oh, you had someone who could remove a curse. (laughs) I don't know that you I don't know that you could do that though, do I? Yes you do. I do? Yep. I saved your ass last time. (laughs) Oh yeah, and you. Wait, when I got petrified? Yeah. Uh, that's a different spell. That's lesser restoration. Yeah, because the curse was removed. Remove by curse one. is an actual spell. I have I have the greater version of it though. Right. No, no, I know, but do I know that though? Greater, greater restoration. Uh, you imbue a creature. Actually, that was greater restoration. Um, touch positive energy. You can undo a debilitating effect. You can reduce the target's exhaustion level by one, or in one of the following effects on the target. One effect that's charmed or petrifies the target. One curse. Okay. Including the target's attunement to a cursed magic item. Any reduction in the target's ability scores. It would take a lot of them. Points it would take, Just so you know. With a lot of them. You'd have to uncurse yeah, each three, coin. You'd have to un- yeah. yeah, you have to uncurse each coin individually. Yeah, that's not happening. So, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you could over the course of hundreds of days. <laughs> What's the uh, component cost for using it once? <laughs> the components are more than a gold piece. That yeah. would stuck. Yeah, no, they they are. Uh, diamond dust worth at least a hundred gold oh, pieces. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> but and wait, trust me, I would I would charge you. I no, no, I no, know but... you're good for it. Yeah, uh, Webby. From my nod, does that mean is that the only way? Or does that mean anyone I find would have to do that to, for all three hundred coins and yes. one hundred and fifty coins for Brenna? Yes. Because even okay. removing a single coin from a mummy horde makes you cursed. Okay, yeah, we need to go back to the tower then. Unless I remove mean. curse can do a grouping of objects, like as that spell in itself. Which I will look into. But um, another... I mean, you could always ask Bale to remove the curse. I'm sure he could do it, but then you'd owe him another favor. I don't think Brenna wants any to do any more deals. I didn't say her. She's gonna be sensible and put the gold back, I'm assuming, and he's gonna turn and look at Brenna. Wait, wait, what'd you say? I couldn't hear you. He said he said, I wasn't talking about her. She's gonna be sensible and put the gold back, I assume, and then he looked at her. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'm putting the gold back. That's why I kept telling Fitz we'll turn back at, well yeah, afterwards I guess. Um are we dismounting or yeah, I was going to say, you guys are getting, you guys have uh, reached the shore across uh, a small-ish gap is the island that is home to Renesta in the capital city of the elves. And Fritzl brings the ship lower enough for you guys to use the ladder. He says, this is as far as I go. Legally. <laughs> uh, just real quick, Wavy. Remove curse. At your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end. If the object is a cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object, so it can be removed or discarded. Mm -hmm. So even remove curse doesn't take it away from the object, it looks like. Yep. So you probably have to get some other kind of... Well, yeah, Talon goes down. Uh, all of you guys, I'm assuming, are getting off the boat. Uh, Astonis, are you leaving your the cursed gold on the ship? Still worried that Fetch will leave with it and screw me over somehow, or the ship will get raided. But I'm also worried that we'll get knocked out. But yeah, I guess I'll. It's still in the bag that I had. Um, I'll just put it in a. I'm assuming there's a chest in my room in my cabinet. Why yeah. don't you just put it with my chest? Oh, I'm still talking to myself. No, I'm not. Okay, good. I'm unmuted. Uh, <laughs> she, she says, why don't you just put it in my chest? I got plenty of room. That's okay. I'll put it in my room. And I'll just put it in my room and lock it somewhere. And okay. then I'll go downstairs with everyone. Alright. Okay. So, you guys all get off the ship. How are you getting across this wide-ass river? It's essentially part of the ocean, but... Uh, okay, so... 
He didn't drop us off at Renesta. He dropped no. us off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys are on the eastern bank, and you got to cross the water gap to get to the forest where Renesta is in. I can probably carry a few of you on my carpet. Okay. Do you want to do that and just make know. a bunch of trips back and forth just to get everybody over? Yeah, I'm fine with that unless you guys can fly or something. I know, doesn't Talon have wings or did he not have that anymore? Well, I don't have them right now. Okay, yeah, I'll fly you guys over. Okay. Uh, as soon as you bring the last grouping of people over, uh, you start approaching the forest because there's like that little bit of the, the banking, like a, like a small little beach or whatever. You start approaching the forest, and one single elf steps out in front of you guys. See? See? Look! Look! She's got points! Or is it a he? Actually, no. She'll still say she, regardless. <laughs> is, is the elf uh, uh, pointing a weapon at us or threatening in any way? His hands are behind his back. He does not look amused. Is it a Keebler elf? No. Does Where's your boots, lad? Don't you have the little curly boots? What? Uh, Talon. He whistles. I want everybody to roll oh, perception shit. check. Twenty-one. So far, so good. Nineteen, not bad. If so, if I have advantage, but my curse says I have disadvantage now, right? Then, yep. Then you just take the flat roll. Okay. Oh, so I ever have four then? Because I yes. get like <laughs> yes, oh. which actually fits. That's fine. It does kind of fit in this um, occasion. Yes. So everybody but Brenna. As soon as you hear the elf whistle, you all hear bowstrings and knocking of arrows. And as you look up in the trees, dozens and dozens of elves drawing arrows and pointing them directly at all of you. I put my hand up. Uh, the elf in front of you actually only regards you right now, Talon. He only what? He only regards you like he's not paying attention to anybody else. I like look to everybody and just like do my hands like hang on, hang on, hang on. And then I like take a step forward. What is your business? Uh making sure devils don't take over the Elven Capital. You get this look that comes across him like you're Obviously, still drunk from like a three night bender, and <laughs> he just sighs and shakes his head and starts to turn to walk away. Wait, I'm gonna cast that on myself secretly while that's going on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he I'm stops say, yeah. and turns and faces you again. My name's Talon Nightbreeze. He, you catch recognition from him. Balin's brother. He nods. 
It's my brother here. He was just ushered through. Early yesterday. Well, has he stood trial yet? No. Uh, then that's our business. To Tim Balin's trial. He looks over the party. I can have you escorted to the Capitol, but you're going to have to leave your pet here. And he kind of gestures over to Tusk. Uh, Talon like grits his teeth. She's not a pet. Well, she's an orc, or at least part orc, and they're not welcomed in these lands. Hey, what's he saying? Can you tell me what he's saying? Because I saw him point at the cute chick. I'm not just curious. Oh, he's um, he's saying all this in common. Oh, is he? Oh, mm -hmm. good. I'm so happy. <laughs> Brenna walks up and says, I'm very disappointed in you. I was expecting some shoes. I'm not seeing this. Wait, you started walking up to it, him? No, yeah, if she, if she tries to walk past Talon, Talon will put her hand on her shoulder. Okay, she stops when he does, but she still continues her conversation. And I'm not real happy to hear you calling her a thing. How would you like it if I called you a thing, you little pointy bastard? Talon... Talon cocks an eyebrow at... Come, she just kind of waves at him. She, I, no axe, no axe. See? It's tied to her back, by the way. And uh, she, she looks at him and says, Now... I, I get the idea you may not want people into your lands. That's fine. But please, you know, be polite. I thought you people did that. He whistles a very short whistle, and an arrow gets shot right in front of Brenna in the sand. She kind of looks, looks up at him and goes, Really? <sighs> Tripp's going to step up next to Talon on the other side. And he's going to look over at the guy in the middle of the trees and say, yeah. We here. And he's going to point back to Tusk. Including this lovely lady, are representatives of Cairn. Unless you want to cause a diplomatic incident on the island, you will let us all pass. At that, Brenna puts up her hand and says, No, no, hang on, hang on. Look. I, I, I'm not saying you're not wrong about keeping people out you don't want. I, I get that we didn't let any of you buggers in our area either. But what I'm saying is, is you just got to be a bit more polite is all. But that's fine. You, you be your way, I'll be my way, and I'll go on my way. Since you're not going to willingly show me shoes, and you're going to hold your little hats out and not wear them. He's going to turn to town, and he's going to speak now in Elvish. <clears throat> Leave the orc, muzzle your human, or you can both, or you, all of you can just leave these lands. Uh, Talon smiles and he says, didn't you hear my uh, nocturnal friend over here? We're representatives of Cairn. 
We let Balin go. No fight. We gave him up. You can ask the guards who were there. I was there. I'm the one that that turned over Balin. Now we're here as diplomatic representatives to attend this trial. Now, you can send us on our way, but what would your leadership have to say about that? Talon winks at him. I'm pretty sure my leadership would say, leave the orc, muzzle your human. Well, why don't we let them say that? What's your name? He squints at you. You can tell you can tell by his facial expression like his patience is wearing thin. While you're doing that, just behind Talon's head, you can see Brenna trying to mouth the words that they're saying. Like she's trying to figure out how that's pronounced. And it looks like you know a dog chewing a, a, a piece of peanut butter. <laughs> uh, Talon like, puts his ear towards the guy. Name? He motions for you to step forward. Away from away from your party. And step he, forward. He, he walks slightly out on the beach. Um, this elf is relatively tall. Slender. Um, dark brown hair. And he leans in, and he just... He whispers to you in Elvish. He says, listen, I'm doing my job. I understand why you're here, being who you are and what's happening. I will be exiled if I allow an orc onto these lands. I'm not going to risk that. Talon, like, thinks that over for a second and then nods and says, okay. Let me go talk to them. And he steps back into the entrance of the forest, just watching you guys. Uh, as as Talon makes his way back, Brennan looks over at Trip and says, I think he said shoes. I'm sure that's what that word was. <laughs> right? <laughs> he gets like a little half smile. And says, not quite. Ah, no, darn it. Okay, whatever. So, like, Talon walks back to the group and says, um, he'll basically be banished if he lets you in, Tusk. She nods. I mean, she's used, honestly, she's kind of used to this treatment, especially from elves. <laughs> uh, I can get in there and try to talk to him and see if I can get him to let you in. But there's pretty much no way you can get in right now without mm, unwanted attention. It's fine. Uh, she's going to look to Astonis. She's just going to say, do you mind just dropping me back off on the other side of the river so I don't have to swim? And I'll just I'll hang out with Fritzel for a while, I guess. Yep. Uh, I'll hop on the carpet and like get, reach my hand out for her to grab her arm. Um, As you reach out to grab her arm, Brenna grabs her arm and says, do you need me to come with you? You're saying this to Tusk? Yep. She kind of chuckles at you. <laughs> just shakes her head no. 
Are you sure? You can't really trust these people, don't you know? Anybody who's not willing to show their shoes and their hat to you, they're not fully trustworthy. Talon, like, kind of looks at Brenna. You know, that's a little bit racist. Brenna, Brenna, she's going back to the boat, Fritzel, and she's going further away from them. If anything, she's going to be safer than we will be. Oh, you got a point there, Wiggly Fingers. And as far as racism goes, don't you think these people are pretty damn racist as well? Or are you giving oh, yeah. them more fucking comments than your friend? What? More comments? More ability to say what they want than your friend can. You? Or Tusk? Either! Oh, while, no. while the three of them are talking, I'm going to sidle up next to Tusk. And I'm going to lean over and, and whisper, Here, since you're always asking me for paper. And he's going to oh, hand her the scroll of invisibility. And he's like, it's in case you get any ideas. And then he's going to wink. <laughs> but he's not, like, he kind of did stealthily, but I don't, he doesn't really care if other people saw it. <laughs> All right. Plus, you know, he gave you paper. That's like, that's like a marriage proposal coming from him. Y'all get married, Tess. Her, her facial expression just kind of drops for a moment. You're going to have little vampire kids. Little vampire orc kids. She gives, ah. Tal, she gives Tal the middle finger and <laughs> kind of nudges Astonis to get a move on. Let's do this. Yep. Let's get this over with. Uh, I'll be, I'll be Tal back, guys. Talon does this little thing with Tess where they bump the bracers that they have. I see you later. Does she, yeah. does she, re does she actually return that bump or just like, whoops, missed Like half, half heartedly <laughs> after that vampire baby comment. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, after Stannis gets back. Okay. And, uh, while, while they're gone, he's just going to shake his head and look at, at um, Talon. Say, Talon, I think it's, I think it's you that she likes. In case you haven't noticed. The uh, town smiles. <laughs> He's just gonna walk away. Alright. Astana shows back up. And, Sorry, uh, you're saying she likes it? Oh boy. I, wow. That's I a kick so in the teeth, isn't it? Uh, well, Alright. Also, Brenna, um, I wanted to request something of you. Yes? This is kind of a delicate situation. And... I think I see where this is going. Well, it's I don't know. elf business, isn't it? No. Mm. But people's lives are at stake. And not just Balin's. We're going to be in here, and we, we are on a diplomatic mission, and we are representing Cairn. Fine. I've made treaties before. I get you. He nods. She kind of does that thing that looks like she's sewing up her mouth. <laughs> this is why we've been in a group romance. <laughs> Did we? We should. I want to fuck Atticus. Is he a horse? Stop that. Right, let's go. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, oh, Jesus. All right. Look, 
I'm the only one with the horse lady. Go away. Let's move you guys to this map. Uh, so as you guys are led into the forest, I need everybody except for Talon and Astonis to roll wisdom saving throws. You said everyone except me and Talon? Yep. Wow. Okay. Oh, but you have disadvantage on saving throws. You don't know how sad that makes me right Damn. now. <laughs> Damn. Uh oh, you guys. Oh good. Now just one from Atticus. You one from me? Yeah. I did not hear you say me. I'm sorry. Yeah, everybody except for Astonis and Talon. I thought you said. I thought you said those were the only two. That was my fault. My bad. Give me a sec. Give my shit to go. Um, wisdom saving throws. Yep. Can we see this dude over here? Uh, fourteen. Not yet. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, everybody except for Talon and Astonis, you seem lost the entire walk through here. It feels like you've been walking for hours. It feels like you've been walking in circles. And by the time you make it to the actual front steps, I guess, so to speak, of Renesta, you have no idea where you've just come from. Like, your memory is shot. You don't remember even walking on a path through the woods. Okay. You remember the beach. That's the that's the last thing you really remember. Talon and Astonis, you remember the whole walk. It really wasn't that long. It was maybe an hour. And as you guys come up to the city, the city is shaped kind of like a crescent moon, where there are smaller buildings on the outer edges. And then as it gets to the inner edge of the crescent are the much larger buildings. And at the very center is a, an extremely large tree that you can see people walking in and out of. Um, and it's been somewhat hollowed out. Um, the roots of which make up some of the other buildings around it, even. Around it, even. Um, um, I'm hearing an echo. Yeah, okay. So you come over a bridge leading into the city, and the first thing, uh, Astonis and Talon, that you'll recognize, do either of you speak Dwarvish or read it? I think I do. Let me check real quick. Astonis, yes. do you? I don't think I do, actually. Okay, you'll recognize them as Dwarven runes. Um, Talon, you'll... If you're reading these, it's it's a perfectly cut piece of like marble or granite, and it's super polished. It's very reflective, um, and the the runes are essentially just a story about an age where all the civilizations in the world essentially got together. Like they 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 all got along. There there was a unity there at one point, um, and this is a tale about the dwarves and elves working together to help create this city. Um, you know that things have definitely happened where the elves kind of look down on everybody now. Um, but you're led into the city. And as you're passing through, um, the first thing that you guys will notice, all of you, is all of the guard, whether they be male or female, are dark-haired elves uh 
all of the citizens and nobility and such are very light-haired, like uh, really light blonde, silver, white. Um, this is by far not the largest city you guys have been in. Uh, Cairn's pretty large compared to this, uh, but this is by far the most intricate and beautiful city that you guys have ever been in. And uh, you're... As you walk down the center, you see off to your left a humongous curled horn um, made of silver and gold. And you see a little gnome uh, with a book out taking notes and, and kind of running around pacing. And he catches, he catches sight of you and starts marching directly in your guys' direction. Chris, describe your character. Chris is on mute. Yeah, uh, so you guys are going to see a um, four-foot-tall, uh, kind of bronze-skinned... Um, not really bronze, he's, he's more just kind of a tan, just kind of... Yeah, just a regular, like, tan skin tone. Anyway, uh, he's four feet tall, uh, 92 pounds of lean muscle, um, and he's got, like, this kind of uh, frizzy golden blonde hair, um, kind of just jutting out random directions from his head. Um, and he's, he's a gnome, so, yeah. Um, and uh, he's in... Uh, what do you call it? Forgot the word. Oh, he's not wearing your, your traditional robes. Um, he would be wearing, uh, kind of the equivalent of, uh, of right now he's rocking, like, sweatpants and a, a dirty t-shirt. Uh, and he looks kind of frazzled. Okay. So you said I'm 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 marching right up to them. Yep, you that you've definitely they uh you've caught sight of them and by appearance you can guess who maybe three of them are. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna walk right up to uh the the one in front. Um. And I'm gonna say uh. I'm gonna say, hey hey uh, I are you. You wouldn't happen to be Talon Nightbreeze. Yes. Oh my god! Talon Nightbreeze! He's gonna grab your hand and just, like, start vigorously shaking your hand. And, um... It's like, pleasure to meet ya! Pleasure to meet ya! He's, um... Uh, so, I'm so sorry, um... Hi, I'm, uh... And my name is, uh... <laughs> Tainan Kolek Nigel Orin Swift the Third. Okay. Ah, well, uh, I've heard a, I've heard a lot about you. Um, uh, uh, all all good things, all good things. I swear. Um, what? And uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, and oh, oh my! Is this the rest of the crew? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Talon looks back. Yeah, this is uh, Brenna. 
Oh, I haven't heard much about you, but oh, you look scary. In a good way. In a good way. And this is gonna kind of like uh, kind of shake her hand. Uh, this is Trip. Trip. Oh, ah, uh, you. Ah. Uh, huh. You. You look like a vampire, but but you're not, not a vampire. Talon nods and then shakes his head right after it. No. <laughs> no. Um. You. Are you aware that your aesthetic is very vampirish? I've been told as much. His voice there. Oh, that's that's chilling. Whose voice? Oh. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna just look down at you and raise his eyebrow like, okay. <laughs> voice voice sounds like he's drank blood. Regardless, pleasure you, to meet you. Hey, do you that's... shake? Do you shake his hand, Trip? No, not. <laughs> I mean, did he put his hand out? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to shake everybody's hand. Oh. He'll, he'll look at it for a second, like, hesitating, and then he will, yeah. Okay, look, in and, and your line of work, you know, and in, in, in adventuring and everything like that, you know, being being a scary uh, <laughs> son of a gun is a kind of a kind of a good thing, you know? Uh, hey, Tannen. Yes? The second you shake Tripp's hand, you kind of get a cold sensation that kind of goes through you like a like a, a cold tingly sensation okay that's all continue uh, um <laughs> like after we let go i'm i'm just going to kind of like wipe my hand on the side of my sweatpants do i notice that him wiping his hand off? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm like I, I'm also gonna like start flexing my hand and be like, ha, huh, sorry. You you're very, you know, chilling. Ha <laughs> ha. And uh and uh after that I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at us uh at Astonis and be like, ha! You Oh oh you you gotta be Astonis, Glimweaver. Nope. <laughs> ah, classic Astonis. Oh boy. I gotta mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm such a fan. All right. Ah. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, a friend of mine, Fritzel. Uh, he's, uh, he's been, you know, writing me letters, and every time we, you know, anytime he needs something enchanted, then I'm his go-to guy. So, um, yeah. Like, oh boy. Wait, hold on, hold on. Who's Fritz? Wait, you said that you're his go-to guy, or he said that he was my go-to guy? Yeah! <laughs> this is- this is Atticus! Oh, you're Atticus? Oh, you- you are much more imposing than- than was described. Wow. You- you- you got it going on, sir. Noted. Brenna so, points man at a few her words. mouth. Man, a few words. That's what he said. Bre Brenna points at her mouth and looks at Talon. Hey, are, do you belong to like this government here? Are you just a visitor, citizen? Oh, I'm I'm here visiting. You know, just I'm I'm here. You know, for work, studying the horn. Uh, Talon looks to Brenna and nods her head and takes a step back. What? Hold on. What's so special about the horn? Oh, uh, well, I mean. You you don't you don't know about the horn? Uh, 
let's go ahead and roll history on that. Do I know about the horn? It'll be 18 because I the advantage negates the non-advantage. Um, looking at it, it looks familiar. Like you might have come across some of this in like some textbooks, but it wasn't anything that was in your immediate study, so you don't really know too much about it. Uh, I forget. Refresh me on that. And sorry, Patrick. Oh, you know, uh, you know that the uh, the horn can only be blown in times of need, and only by a human who shares the blood of the royal family. Uh, you know, it really like sparks my my interest for my for my, for my field of study. You know, because um, you know, I study demons and and all that kind of nonsense. You study demons. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at like Atticus. And... Yeah, I've been here for weeks studying this horn, and I've been studying <laughs> I've been studying demon. Demons for years, and all sorts of like you know, uh, negative energy type. Of what does the horn have to do with demons? You guys ever heard of a thing called the shattering? History checks. Throw history checks. I mean, I could fill in the blanks if you want me to. All right. Um, History? What's that? <laughs> it, it, yeah. Uh, I would say everybody but Brenna and Atticus. Um, so the shattering essentially was an age in time. Uh, all of the landmasses were one large landmass. And <clears throat> mages playing around with magic like mages do uh, not so unlike yourselves opened a portal to the abyss where devils and demons are and to close it they had to siphon so much energy and so much magic that it literally shattered the world and that's why we have things like the islands, the terrace, the mainlands now um, magic did that but they managed to close the portal. This horn, this horn is from that age. Um, it's very old, and it was to help defend against the demons and devils. So I've like I'll fill them in on uh, like the people who didn't know that. I'll kind of go into like kind of a similar explanation to that and say, uh, well, this horn over here, it was given to the elves as a gift from the royal family of the humans, and uh, and it was vital and, and a defense from demons and, and whatnot. The Pradmoors? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, Pradmoors, got it. Sorry, sorry, I've been, I've been here for weeks, uh, a couple weeks now, studying the thing, and I'm Barely getting any sleep, so it takes me a minute to kind of recall some details. Uh, there's a gentle tapping going on of a foot behind you, Talon. Uh, yeah, Talon, oh, and then takes a step back. He looks, Brenda walks up, looks at the little guy, and says, Sorry, did you say that you knew Fritzel? Um... Well, I mean, 
who really knows Fritzel? Uh, guy's kind of a kind of an enigma. Did you oh, say? I'm sorry. He's kind of a mystery. Did you say he was kind of responsible to you? What? Uh, well, I, I don't know what you mean. Not necessarily. Hey, let's walk and talk. Let's walk and talk. And I'm gonna start heading back toward the horn. Uh, is those are those elves still with us, Webby? Uh, yeah, the one that was escorting you through the woods. Yeah, so I'm yes. gonna look at uh, Tannen and say, uh, yeah, that'd be maybe later. I got some stuff that I have to take care of. Oh, okay. Well, you know where I'm gonna be. All right. Uh, and I'll look at the elf, and I'll be like, yeah, come with you. Uh, while you do that, Brenna sighs. Her hands kind of fall to their sides again, and she closes her mouth. Mid, no mid saying something. Uh, you, no you can go with him. Gone. What? That, does no one know that trip just left us? Including <laughs> the elf, I mean. Like, does the elf just let him leave? He's very elusive. <laughs> the elf that escorted you really didn't seem to care. If, like, yeah, if they don't care, I'll be like, Brandon, you don't have to come with me if you don't want. You can go with them. Just try not to get into too much trouble. Hey, come on, it'll be fun. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. It's, I don't plan on, you know, doing anything rash. Okay. She 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 leans closer to you, leans right up to you and says, "If I find out where they hold the shoe, I'll let you know." Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Good when, man. Uh, when Brenna's gone, can I just lean over to Tal uh, and like, "Are you ever gonna tell her, man?" Tell her what? Tell her what? That you're a part elf. Uh, mm, I shrug. All right. I look back at Atticus and I say, "Uh, do you want to come with me?" Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll just look at the guy. I ain't no name. And he just gives you a small bow and just turns and walks away. Hey, I yeah. walk with him. Yeah, he's expecting you to just follow, so. Oh, okay. Uh, and he like, will as we walk, up... I'll be like, Go ahead. I was going to say, as we walk, I'll be like, hey, really, though, what is your name? You don't seem bad. No. He doesn't answer you. <laughs> uh, but he does lead you to the central tree that's in the center of the city. Okay. So, Astonis, who are you going with? Uh, I'll stick with Talon. Okay, so it's Atticus, Astonis, and Talon, and then Trip, Brenna, and Tannen. Gotcha. Well, I mean, Trip went immediately to the horn after he said what it was. So. Yeah. Uh, Trip, what were you doing down by the horn? He's just looking at it right now. Okay. Um, if, if what's his face shows up, I'll talk to him about it. But other than that, he's just kind of looking at it. Roll a perception check. 
Okay. 16, because I get advantage. Yep. Alright, so you're just chilling down by the horn until Tannen and Brenna show up, which they do. Uh, so as soon as they kind of walk up behind him, he's going to turn to Tannen and say, Do you think that this might be able to be used to close the rift in the sky? Tannen blinks at you inaudibly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was muted because I was speaking to another individual. Could you please repeat what you said? <laughs> when you and Brennan come up behind him while he's at the horn, he turns to you and says, Do you think this might be able to be used to close the rift in the sky? Um... I mean, possibly. Wait, what does a... I've been inside for a good couple weeks now. What are you talking about? The rift and torn in the sky that led all the demons and devils through. Uh, Webby, if I look at the sky right now, can I see it from here? Would I be able to, like, see it if I went outside and looked up? No. Or is it not, too covered no, by trees? Yeah, it's too covered. Renesto is too surrounded by trees. Okay. Alright, that is like, uh... Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna kind of, like... Like, just kind of cock an eyebrow at Trip and say, Um... I'm sorry, you're, I've been inside for a while. You're going to have to break it down for me. Like, yeah, it, you say, uh, there's a giant, what'd you call it, a split? Uh, what? A ri uh, rift. Raft? What? Rift? Rift. There's a rift in the sky. And, and, you, uh, it's, it's, it's spilling demons? Did you witness the meteor shower? Well, I mean, yeah, everybody witnessed the meteor shower. It's a freaking meteor shower. That wasn't a real meteor shower. It was the devils and demons escaping through the rift in the sky. Fascinating. And he's going to run over to his desk and just like, first off, he's going to pour uh, another thing of co uh, like coffee, like a little mug of coffee out of a thermos and um, take a long drag of this cold coffee. And then he's going to start pouring into his journals, of which there are many. <laughs> he's gonna watch you do this and as like I'm assuming you're like reading or writing or doing something and oh yeah he he's he's scratching notes and he's also like um he's scratching down notes and also flipping through things to like try to you know match findings from one journal over to another and then corroborate that with another journal after you don't say anything for a while he's gonna glance at Brenna then he's gonna glance back at you. Then he's gonna. Oh, kind of... oh you had a question. Sorry, I got lost. <laughs> and then uh, he's gonna. Um, I, 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 uh, I don't know. So scientifically, my answer is perhaps. And then he's just gonna go back <laughs> in, into the journals. <laughs> 
Um, so he's going to sigh. Then he's going to think for a minute. He's going to look back at you, what you're doing. He's going to say, So how exactly does one get into studying demons? <laughs> okay, well, funny story. Um, I had night terrors as a kid. Um, but I, uh, well, okay. How old do you think I am? And, uh, just so you know, just so everyone knows, uh, Tannen is, by gnome standards, beautiful. He's got an 18 charisma. Beautiful. Um, so, <laughs> how, how, how old do you think I am? Mm. Wrong. 138. <laughs> Chirp's gonna smile, and he's gonna say, how old do you think I am? Trip's got a 20 charisma, by the way. <laughs> God damn it. It's like, I'm going to look him up and down and say, uh, on a human scale, I'd say, uh, you know, somewhere in your, in your, your early 30s. That's actually what he put on his on his sheet. He's just gonna smile and say, mm, "Not quite, but close." Ha! Okay. Um. So. Um. Yeah. Just like, just, just uh, you know, hands on his hips, staring up at you. He's gonna say, "So, um, I uh, I I know that there's journals and everything around here. There's books everywhere. Um." But I'm not a wizard. I'm a sorcerer. So uh, I, I, I'm naturally attuned to the magical arts. So, um, yeah. Brenna, let's cut to you real quick. Brenna, this whole time, back and forth. She looks at you both and says, so much talky talk. How am I ever supposed to get what I want when all I hear is blah 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 blah? Oh, well, what do you blah, want? Blah science. Blah 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 blah. How how are you gonna know if how are you gonna get what you want if you don't ask for it? How do like you can't I just want shoes. You want Show shoes? me shoes. Shoes. Okay. Pointy hey. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go try to find her a pair of shoes that are. She said she wants pointy shoes, so I'm gonna uh, just like Tannen. Yeah, from what she said and where you are, you're starting to piece together Brenna's visual idea of what she thinks elves are supposed to be. Oh, and oh, you want shoes? I know that there's a cobbler. Uh, oh, you know that's kind of rude. <laughs> I want. To see the pointy shoes. What do they only wear them on holidays or something? I was told and by my grandmom. I'm, I'm gonna look over. I'm gonna look over a trip and say, and just kind of like make eye contact and then look back at her and say, yes, they only wear them on holidays. Well, why didn't nobody tell me this? <laughs> Should I roll the bluff? Yes. Oh, I just realized, should I roll a bluff for you got close to my age? Uh, you visually looked at. Okay. Yeah. I, I said, I uh, guess, and you're like, eh, close. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, 
everything I mean, is close to everything else because we're but a speck of dust in the wind. Brenna, you can roll insight if you think he might be lying to you, or you can take his lie at face value. I'm taking it at face value because she's okay. that dense. Okay. Um, <laughs> she looks around and says, why didn't they just tell me that? Why did they gotta hide and act like it's some secret wavily hand stupidity? What's wrong oh, with these people? You know, okay. Well, the elves are very, hats. The elves are very tight-lipped about their, their ways because they think that they're better than everyone else. And if you wore pointy shoes on holidays, would you want to point it out to everyone? That, exactly that. Look, I you have to wear the me. damn horns every once in a while, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> He's just gonna raise his eyebrow at that. <laughs> yes, the horns, which we all know exactly everything about, so it doesn't matter if we speak about them openly. Please go on. Every winter's festival... At the solstice, we have to do this stupid dance around the fire. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm familiar with the dance. Okay. Completely. We have no, to please wear, continue. Wear these stupid horns every day. And it just, it's ridiculously stupid. But this Grandma is all told me. That I completely and totally already know. Grandma told me that these elves, they wear even more ridiculous stuff. That's the whole reason why I put on the horns in the first place. Oh, this is a point of contention. This is a pride thing for you. Okay, this is starting to really be cohesive. This is making sense. That and the jingle bells, but we won't get into that. And we're going to cut over to Talon and group. <laughs> Leaving on the jingle bells. <laughs> I got a mute. <laughs> uh, so Talon, Atticus, and Astonis, you guys are led to the central tree. Uh, just outside, your guide turns to you and holds up a finger and then walks in by himself. A few moments pass. He comes back out and nods and kind of gestures for you to walk in. Walk in. As you walk past, he kind of holds a hand up to your shoulder and... So nobody else can hear. He just says, Win. Win is my name. And then he just walks away. Talon nods. Okay, you walk into this tree. And, uh, you, the same general that you met in Cairn mm -hmm. that, that actually arrested Balin is there with his hands folded behind his back. Oh, God. Uh, trip, you die in a fire. It's horrific. Uh, I don't know what happened. It's... Yeah, anyway. Um, he looks at you and he says, uh, How did I not think you wouldn't show up? That smile. I came to save you. Came to save me? He smiles. Well, I need to get my brother back. I'm assuming you want to see your brother. Eh, please? Uh, follow me. He opens up a doorway and it is a curling staircase going downward. Underground. Uh, as we walk, I'm going to say, um, so, 
Who's running this place? The the jails? No, this the whole city. Like, Who's in charge here? It's the council. Are you dense? Do you not know anything of culture? Well, yeah. Look, I know there's a council here, but I don't know. All there's the, nobody. All decisions are put through the council. There was a royal family, and they would have a say, but 98% of the decisions are put through the council. It's put to a mm. vote. Okay. Uh, when's Balin's trial? Tomorrow. All right. Does it go on for uh, a certain amount? Yeah, he, he brings you down a couple hallways and uh, down a dead-end hallway where there is only one cell. And he gestures forward. And inside the cell, even the cells look cool in here. <laughs> uh, and they got, like, pretty cushiony-looking beds, pillows. Like, everything's... It's exactly what you think an elf cell would look like. Like, they're comfortable. <laughs> uh, Balin looks at you and just kind of sighs and puts his head back in his hands. Like, he's sitting on the edge of his bed with his, his elbows on his knees and just his hands are interlinked. And it's like he's either in deep thought or prayer. I'm gonna like is it is it glass or is it no it's it's open I mean it, there's it's barred doors and I'm gonna say yeah well looks like your prayers came true <laughs> yeah uh, not not quite but you didn't have to come uh I did is, is the guard still with us? Uh, yeah, he's at the end of the hall. Uh, and them, uh, and he points to Atticus and Astonis. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess they didn't have to come, but we usually support each other. Usually. Uh,. But Balin, I'm at a dryad. And a tower. Magic tower. He genuinely looks surprised and shocked. Um, and then he kind of squints. He says, Are you. Have you been. He makes like the drinking motion with his hand. Uh. Talon, like, pushes his wineskin, like, back around his back. Uh, he says, look, man. Uh, he, like, sighs, and he says, uh, it has honestly been a shitty couple of days. Um, and I can't take another loss. The Dryad showed me a vision, showed most of us visions. And mine was about you and about your trial. Uh, I saw you take trial by combat. And 
you were going to fight a devil. Well, I mean... I mean, Ithril's not liked by many people, but I don't know if he's a devil. That's harsh. Wait, what? You already did it? But no, not yet. You're going to? Yeah. What else? Right. The odds are stacked against me, bro. Well, yeah. Well, you didn't do it. I know. But who are so they? What? They don't. Uh, are 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 they going to trust you as a witness to that? Well, maybe Astonis. He's part of your group, and you're my brother. You're going to say anything, and they'll say anything for you. Well, they can't prove you did it. I understand. That's why it comes down to a vote. And Ithril's the one leading this charge against me. I'm going to opt for trial by combat. I'm, if there's one thing I'm decent at, it's fighting. Palin, I don't know if, if the guy you're talking about is the guy that I saw, but... He's not normal. It's not like you're just, you know, fighting another another ranger you see or or a bear even. This thing is, I think it's strong. Really strong. Well, I mean... Uh, kind of backed into a corner here. Well, uh, you know, I figured that would probably be the case. But that's why I'm here. He's going to look to Atticus. What was that? Balin's going to look to you. Says, you're a cleric. You're a holy man. If I'm really going to go up against the devil, what are my odds? Um, A devil or the devil? I mean, according to Talon, a devil. We making bets? You're strong. Solo, I don't like your odds, but do I've seen have, people surprise me. Do they have weaknesses? I can't honestly say I've ever fought one. Devils are tricky in most cases. Because unlike demons, they're a little... It really depends on the devil. It depends on the devil, to be honest with you. You're sure this guy... What did you say his name was? Iliad? Ithril? Ithril? 
You're sure he's the one that's going to fight? Well, I would be challenging whoever's leading the charge against me. The charge is against me, so it would be him. Uh, whether or not he's the devil or a devil, I, I don't know. He's a jackass. Hmm. Maybe we should go meet him. I mean, you can try. Uh... Well, we're also here tracking something. Okay. Uh, came out of one of the meteors. And, you know, your friend might, your well, this guy might not be a devil, but a devil, I think, is possessing him, took, taking his body, something. Taking his identity. Um, I'm sure this place in a like look to the guard. This you guys don't want a devil in charge of anything of your in your city, right? He kind of scoffs at you. He says, uh, "If there were devils or demons in our city, we'd know." He just kind of laughs and leans back up against the wall. I know what I saw. Uh, Balin will do what we can. Um, well, my trial's not till tomorrow at some time. And, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to admit guilt. I didn't do anything. Right. I'm not going to take exile as an option. Uh, Talon thinks about that for a second. And he says, well, why? If it came down to it, why not? I mean, I know I get it because you don't want to be punished for something you didn't do, but if it's that or death. I have a lot of work. That still needs to be done here. Wheels that were put into motion before we even got reunited, Talon. And if it came down to it, and a council member killed me in combat, some of those wheels would continue to turn. But if I willingly chose exile they'd all stop. Okay, so kind of when we were younger and you say there's times to run and there's times to stay and fight. Right. Alright, well then we fight whatever way we can. Try to get an audience with the council members. See if that jogs your vision or clears anything up. And then if you guys come to me before my trial tomorrow, maybe you'll have information that can help sway one way or the other. Uh, talent eyes. 
we didn't go this long for you to just get killed. We'll get you out of this, Balin. He's going to get up and walk over to the bars and kind of put his hand on the back of your neck. And he smiles. Mm-hmm. He looks down on you and he says, One way or the other, little brother, tomorrow is not the end of our journey together. Town smiles. Gives you kind of a small wink and a smirk. Um, He he looks deep in thought now, by the way. So, and then he just kind of walks back over to his bed and sits back down, thinking. Town smiles. He looks at Atticus and Astonis. You guys got anything? You want to say or ask? Nope. Your brother, man. Uh, Talon nods and like kind of taps the bars with his uh, hand and then turns to walk back up. Well, we got work to do then. This has been a Distractions Media production. For more info, you can check out everything we do at distractionsmedia.com.